step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Well, 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 well. Good morning, everyone. Look who, what the cats drug in. All of you. <laughs> Good morning this morning. It's Common Sense Radio and 510, and it's Almond in the morning. And I'm Jamie Almond with you, and pleased to be so. Good morning this morning. Oh, you guys, I normally don't want to... I, I don't want to wake you up and and, and get you thr- frustrated already and everything else, but, you know, when... Uh, I, I think what happens to all of us, because we're all very committed... Uh, and good people, and we like to have optimism, and we like to believe in the best of the world. Uh, that we, when things like the happen, like what happened in Louisville yesterday, happen, you know, where it it, it hurts. It's kind of like I, I'm, it's not like Bill Hemmer on Fox News going, "Well, uh, not not the greatest way to start a week." It's like, dude, it's a mass shooting. It's how can you be more? stupid sounding than than that oh well this is no way to start a monday it's like wait a minute you guys understand what happened right i mean you know uh, so anyway we when it gets to the point where we can we can really accurately predict the reactions to things like this and, and they have they have nothing to do with any uh sympathies for the people involved and, and and for the victims i no 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 talk about just how terrible this was that this happened you know and the guy is obviously these are all copycats and the guy's live streaming it and all that kind of stuff and how terrible it was we have to we immediately know what's going to happen and we, and we know that it's like well there's no 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 reason to start you know any morning right now for our fellow citizens in Kentucky uh we just have to go immediately into defense mode because we know that the next step is blaming us i and it's 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 so we so we wind up just kind of like going okay well uh blame Allman and every other gun owner in 3 2 1 and then here we go so that's the rest of the day. I you don't you don't even they don't even wait uh, for the bodies to be cold, so to speak, before they start blaming everybody. Well, no, not everybody. I'm sorry, you. And and, and so it gets to that point where that 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 becomes drudgery when you when you know what exa- we know how a, a news day is going to go, mass shooting. What's going to happen? There's not going to be any morning. There's going to be. Uh, there's not going to be any talk of just how terrible this is. None of no consideration of some of the other pathologies involved. It's going to go right to the anti-gun thing. Just right to it. And they don't even. They don't even wait anymore. And then we're just like, wow, this is uh, so boring and 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 so disheartening. And and it becomes one of those things where you're just kind of like, oh man. <laughs> 
Uh, so I'm so I'm, what do I have to do? Just like kind of wait it out, you know? Wait, wait till they talk about something else or what have you. You know, if it's not a bunch of people on the air who don't know anything and are just talking, so you're always going to get these, you know, former detectives and former lieutenants and former this and former that. And what are you thinking? What's he thinking? What's inside the mind of the killer? What do you think is going to, you know? And it's like nobody knows anything. But it doesn't stop him. We had an eruption yesterday of this guy, Ted Williams, the, the detective that they always have on Fox News. You can barely understand a word he's saying half the time. The guy's so street, you can't even, you can't even, you know, get, get through his language, first of all. And he has a, some emotional eruption yesterday on Guess Who, Neil Cavuto's show. I'm thinking, oh, man, come on. Is this what we get here? Somebody just so instead of any kind of practical common sense approach to something, we have these emotional eruptions. We have these childlike tantrums that we see on the air from somebody who's finally had enough because he's going to he's going to make the news because he's finally had enough. And I'll get to that in a second. St. Corrine yesterday. Oh, my goodness. They, they, it was it didn't it was not noon. Uh, yet, and she was blaming Republicans. This time in Louisville, Kentucky, the president and the first lady are praying for those killed and injured in the tragic shooting in Louisville, and for the- in Louisville, like she's she's like she's reading for a storybook for the first time because she's got her her dummy binder out there, and, and and she's and she's reading and and she has no emotion in her voice. And she and she's reading these sentences with and adding, you know, question marks to them. Like she's like this is the first time she's like a second grader just started reading. Louisville, Kentucky, the president and the first lady are praying for those killed and injured in the tragic shooting in Louisville and for the survivors who will carry the trauma for the rest of their lives. They are grateful for the LMPD officers who quickly and courageously stepped into the line of fire to save others. Once again, today, the president has called on Republicans in Congress to work together with Democrats to take action, to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, to require safe storage of firearms, to require background checks for all gun sales, this gun was not a uh, non-background checked gun sale. He ha- he had no record, and this had nothing to do with safe storage of weaponry. So so why so why are you making this about Republicans not wanting to pass a bill or or standing in the way of a bill that would require the safe storage of guns? Actually, that's not the case. But what, what, the, even even then, the safe storage of guns didn't have anything to do with what happened here. To eliminate gun manufacturers' immunity from liability, these are common sense actions we can we can ask for and should be getting right now. Right, and and none of them would have prevented what happened yesterday in Louisville. None of them. And it's what Americans want. We know that majority of the American people support this. Instead, we've watched Republican official after Republican official after Republican official double down on dangerous bills that make our schools, that makes our places places of worship, that makes our communities less safe. 
while too many Americans are paying with their lives. This is disgusting what happened yesterday with uh, St. Corrine. This this was this was literally two to three hours after the shooting. And the Biden administration is blaming Republicans for it without having any facts, without having any kind of background on what's going on. And, and this is where Americans really, truly do get frustrated because they know, first of all, St. Corrine doesn't give a rip about any of those who died. You can tell she's, I mean, she, you got to read from a binder about how much you care about people. Uh, you don't care about people. That's just, that's, that's how it, that's basically the, the, the story there. But it got worse. Fox News. The, the experts go erupting and the predictability of the day is uh, clear. We'll have more on that for you. And your phone calls 314-566-6104. It's Common Sense Radio. Well, speaking of St. Corrine, uh, the reporters in the press room had a groan moment when she announced that Joe Biden is the most amazing question taker on the planet. And of course, we all know who took the most questions of any president in the history of this country, and that was Donald J. Trump. Good morning, everyone. All in the morning, it's Common Sense Radio. Uh, Jamie Ullman here. So, yeah, just as a little bit of a palate cleanser here after that nonsense post-shooting-wise, here is St. Corrine claiming that Joe Biden is an amazing question to me. Why can't the president take questions from the press? Right now, we just don't have anything on the books for a press conference at this moment. Uh, the president always loves to take your questions, shout at questions. Yeah, he always loves to take your questions. He never takes questions. I mean, barely does, at least. Occasionally here and there, but uh, for the most part, he won't. All right, so uh, they're like, come on, this this alternate reality that we're having to subject, be subjected to, is uh, is really something else. All right, so this the shooter, by the way, and of course, uh, I, I'm just I'm just stating the facts here. That doesn't have anything. We don't know whether that has anything to do with the shooting or not. Uh, but this the shooter is a Black Lives Matter supporter. He he was a branch Covidian. He he loved staying at home. He, he he supported all the lockdowns. Hated Donald Trump. Uh, but I'm not saying that has anything to do with the shooting at all. I don't I don't I don't know whether it did or not. I mean, but you you you'd know that if if he were a uh, Trump supporter, that that would be first and foremost the top of the news. But he's not. But we can state pretty clearly, based on his social media accounts, that the guy hated Trump. He was he was a well, he was the kind of spoiled rotten brat I was telling you about yesterday. You know, kind of raised as a little bit of a pansy. Uh, you know, wore a helmet while he played basketball, and I mean, come on, the guy was coddled his whole life, uh, and and he's a spoiled rotten brat. And you know, of course, one of those. You know, 20-something supporting Black Lives Matter and hating Trump and wearing a mask all the time and, you know, supporting lockdowns and all that kind of stuff. And then, unfortunately, he had a gun. So there you go. Then he purchased apparently legally. So yesterday, we and again, none of those things probably had anything to do with the shooting. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't even assume they would. 
Uh, we, we don't play that game here anyway. So I'm not going to go no, necessarily into that. And so, you know, I mean, it's, 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 but, but those are the facts and you, and we can let the chips fall where they may. So, but the problem though now is we've gotten to the point where there really is no steadiness on the part of even the Fox News contributors, for instance, like this Ted Williams guy. Half the time he comes on, and he, this is the former, you know, they, they bring him on to talk about things he doesn't know anything about. Uh, he, yeah, he was a former detective, we get it, but former detectives didn't know anything more than you did yesterday about the shooting about how it went, about what happened, and why. Uh, so I could, you could uh, interview the chair in the studio, and it knows as much as Ted Williams does, and as you do, about the shooting. But that never stops the news channels from bringing these people on to talk about things they, have no, they know nothing about. So we just have a bunch of people who spitball all day long and occasionally will jazz things up by uh, by losing their minds and 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 having a temper tantrum on the air the way Ted Williams did yesterday on the insufferable Neil Cavuto show. So if you if you thought didn't know how Neil Cavuto show could get any worse, it can when Ted Williams appears. He doesn't appear to have a criminal record, but normally there are things that come to light in these investigations that might not show a criminal record, but but alarms going off. What, what do you look for? Well, right now, I'm looking for something that will tell us or give us information about this psychological makeup. There is information out there that it's not been confirmed by me, Neil, all Fox News, from what I understand, that this shooter uh, had phoned a friend and said that he was suicidal and that he was going to shoot up a bank. If that is the truth, then I think that we need to again look at what is going on in our society. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Just two weeks ago, I stood in front of a camera where you had some kids, some babies, shot in Nashville, Tennessee, with a person who, by the way, had an AR of 15. And from what we've been told here, Neil, this individual had that same kind of a weapon. And when mm. you look at mental illness, if mental illness is involved here, and that weapon, that's a dangerous concoction. And we've got to do something in this society, Neil. I am sick and tired of standing in front of a camera. Neil, you and I have been on, on numerous occasions, where people, young people, have lost their lives. Four people left home this morning, and four people are not coming home tonight. That is something that we need to take into consideration. And when the governor says we need, well, we shouldn't talk about uh, certain things now, well, then I have to disagree with the government. We have to talk about guns. AR-15 are killing our babies and our citizens in this country, and we've got to do something about it. Yeah, so, so, so that's, 
that's what you get in terms of expert analysis is a temper tantrum over the AR-15. Uh, and, of course, not to mention the coverage of a shooting uh, death of four people, which is terrible, but happens literally every day in our country. It just doesn't happen as dramatically as people all together at a bank or people all together at a school. Uh, there are people being shot to death every day in this country in mass uh, by handguns and whatever else. And there are also people like you and me who have guns and don't shoot anybody. So common sense will tell you that it's not the guns, but the pathologies around the violence with the guns. That if, if you need to address anything, that needs to be addressed. Very simple, but apparently too complicated for the commentators who decide to temper tantrum. Hey, the Gateway Pundit straight ahead. Jimmy Hoft, the Gateway Pundit. Welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? Good morning, Jamie. Hey, Jimmy. How you doing, brother? Doing great. Man, uh, I'm telling you, you are you are rocking it. You keep on. I'm so glad that you're following up so hard on the uh, January 6th guys. In fact, it's your it's your it's your top story. Um, man, I, I was just saying that it's so interesting how the uh, people in the uh, in Tennessee are being lauded as heroes for speaking out and bullhorning their emotions on the floor of the house and 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 gathering at the Capitol and and I'm like, boy, you guys are lucky because you didn't get tear gassed, uh, murdered in the hallways. Uh, or put in a gulag for 800 days without trial. So it pays to be, I guess, who you are down there in Tennessee. Yeah, isn't that something? I thought the left was against insurrection. I guess maybe it's just the one insurrection, uh, <laughs> and I say that in air quotes, that they're against. But um, obviously we're back to the, the the normal that we all are aware of, and that is the left uh, uh, and their, their violence, their rioting, their interruptions. They're uh, shutting down uh, uh, Congress uh, in different states. They've been doing this for years, and uh, they tried to put that label on Republicans. It's uh, really disgusting how this works out, you know. Yeah, you have a, an interview, and, and you, you need to go to gatewaypunted.com to actually see it. I'll let Jimmy kind of tell us about it. It's uh, attorney uh, Maria Medvin, uh, and she says she knows what the media is not telling us about these government charges uh, against the uh, January 6th defendants. Uh, what's the gist of that? You know, there's some really good points that she brought out, and it's uh, it's over an hour interview, but she's very interesting. She's uh, uh, working with some of the January 6th defendants. Uh, she's representing them. And a couple of things she points out, Jamie, is what we ex suspected, and that is that at least two-thirds, most likely higher than that, are people who've been charged on January 6th for just walking in the Capitol or for standing outside the Capitol not knowing that they were doing anything illegal. There were no markings. Nothing was up that said, you know, you can't be here. They didn't break through some ca caution tape because there was nothing there when they arrived. So that's at least two-thirds of the uh, the defendants are, are charged with uh, with the crime of trespassing, which is a misdemeanor. The other thing she said was that, and I suspected this, but the, because I've spoken oh. with a lot of these uh, uh, January 6th defendants, many of them still in prison. They call me from prison. 
I've I've probably had a hundred interviews with with these guys since uh, January sixth of twenty twenty one, and uh, most of them are lower middle class guys who've never been to D.C., who've never broken the law. Many of them are veterans, and um, so this is who they're throwing in prison and labeling as terrorists. Um, and uh, so, so again, it's the lower middle class people who uh, loved Donald Trump, saw that Trump was standing up for them, so they went to Washington, D.C. to stand with him on January 6th, and now many of these same people are in prison. It's really it's a horrible thing. Wow. Another thing she said was that they're using this obscure charge 1512-2C that was never meant um, to to uh, use uh, for protesters, and they're attacking this on everybody's charges. It's a felony that has up to 20 years these people can spend in prison, something they've never done, and they're, the only, they're only attaching this to January 6th defendants. And, um, it, and it compared to, like, assault or assaulting an officer is, like, eight years max. This charge can can end up you could end up in in prison for twenty years with Ugh. this charge. Um, so this is what they're doing to these January six prisoners, and it doesn't matter if they just walked in the Capitol, if they walked in and walked out, they committed no violence. They're tacking it on their charges, and it's it's um, watching this, Jamie. It's just heartbreaking to see what our country has become under these radical Marxist Democrats. And the way that they're punishing honest, good, good Americans, and I, like I said, uh, at least sixty-seven uh, percent of these people, all they did was stand outside or walk inside the Capitol, yeah. committing no violence at all. Unbelievable, Jim. I guess I, I think what occurs to us as you're telling us these stories is, uh, so, you, so you did this one attorney uh, spilling the beans on this, but where, where, for instance, is the ACLU? Uh, where, where would be some of these? I, I remember being out in Sacramento at a rally for Ashley Babbitt, and her mom was there, and, and we were on the steps of the Capitol there in Sacramento. And I talked to a couple lawyers, and they're like, yeah, man, we're, we're going to fight for those people who are incarcerated. We're going to do this, and they're like some conservative lawyer group or whatever. But they, they never materialized. They just vanished. Where is everybody from the legal community that is? Uh, yeah, you'd think uh, there'd be more people uh, speaking out, standing with these people. And, uh, of course, if it was on the left, um, uh, they'd, they'd all have representatives helping them. As we've seen, uh, you know, uh, during after 9-11, the left rushed in to, to, to defend all of these uh, people who were accused of terrorism. But we just don't see the same thing on the right. And I think a lot of it is um, they, they don't want to jeopardize their own uh, career. Uh, I think there's a lot of uh, fear out there, even in the legal community. But um, there are some good groups out there, and there are some good attorneys. I, this this Marina Metvin was it was really uh, quite an interview. She was really smart. She's she's helped a lot of these people. Yeah, and uh, so and she's in the D.C. area, so good for her. Yeah, it's it's really interesting, uh, and and I, I guess you're right. I mean, that really is sad too, though. Uh, because it, it basically is a obviously a form of oppression uh, when you will create a chilling effect on people who otherwise would be standing up for 
civil rights. Uh, I mean, that would be a, a dreadful situation to be in. Thank goodness that in the past civil rights movements, that wasn't the case. And people felt compelled to stand up and, and didn't have anything happen to them. I don't think that's the case right now with this modern civil rights movement. Uh Certainly, yeah. It's, um, we're we're we've moved into some dark, scary times, Jamie, as you know. Yeah, and uh, you know, God help us. Yeah. Hey, uh, so you you posted a piece of the interview with Alyssa uh, Hannersheed Scheid or whatever her name is, who is the head of the uh, Bud Light uh, wing uh, of Anheuser Busch. This is what she had to say about her move. Uh, getting Dylan Mulvaney involved. Job to do when I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like, we need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And my, what I brought to that was a belief in, okay, what is, what, do, what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means- yeah, it means forgetting about those peasants who drink Bud Light. Because uh, we need to we need to elevate the people who drink Bud Light. Unbelievable! It yeah. didn't work out well for her. Even uh, again, no. she seems to be digging deeper and deeper a hole yeah. for herself. She's an, she's an idiot, and uh, I'll bet you she she never had a Bud Light in her life unless she was forced or she had to put on a display. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, what a, what a what an awful hire for for Budweiser. It's just a travesty. And you know, she's like, "Oh, this this beer is in decline; it'll be gone." I uh, don't think so. You know, when you got millions and millions of people who drink Bud Light, it's not going to be in decline. And she certainly, unless they keep hiring people like her, that's what she forgot to mention. Yeah, she's a complete lunatic. She has no business being at Budweiser. The company really better wise up. Um, and. Uh, uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of boycotts online, and, and uh, I support that fully. I just don't know how you can hire people who just hate your brand. And basically, that's what this woman is. Yeah. She actually hates Budweiser, and here she is trying to represent it. She's trying to make it, uh, I don't know, uh, champagne or something. It's just ridiculous. Are, are, and the other thing is, I think she's, I think she is misjudging young people because are young people really attracted to some Hippie, long stocking, transgender dude who uh, wears pigtails and knee socks. I mean, is that really what even transgendered people identify as? You know what I mean? I mean, I'm, I'm surprised more transgender people are going, "Hey, you know what? Get this fop out of here. Uh, this guy is not giving us a good name or a good look. That's not how most of us are." Uh, and, and I mean, so I don't think so, so. Her, I think she, I think young people ought to be a little. Uh, insulted by what she has to say because, oh, yeah, we'll get young people. So we're going to go ahead and put up some dude who dresses like a 15-year-old girl. I mean, it's like, wait a minute. How, mm-hmm. How's that attracted to young people? So I, I don't <laughs> know what, what she, she's after, but it's not a very big market. Yeah, uh, Again, right. this Dylan Mulvaney has been behaving the same way for years. This is nothing new for this guy oh. as a man or woman. Well, I, Dylan Mulvaney famously ran into one of his heroes, another transgendered person, and the transgender person was like, "Hey, um, honey, not everything has to be on Instagram, and you don't have to do this kind of stuff." And so it's clear, clear <laughs> that other transgender people are like going, "That is not 
a good look for us. <clears throat> and then finally, just really quickly, uh, Jimmy Hoff, the Gateway Pundit, tell me about the King Charles situation where he now wants every religion represented at the coronation, which is a Church of England affair. Yeah, uh, he's getting some pushback with that. He wants to break tradition, of course, um, and uh, allow different religions in for this, this coronation that's coming up. And uh, so uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. You know, uh, he's also a big globalist. He's a big on global warming. So uh, yeah. this is what we have from the new king. It's going to be something to, something to see. Yeah, well, good. That's England's problem right now. So <laughs> glad, to, glad, to, right. glad for that. Thank you, revolutionaries. All right, uh, Jim Hoff, the Gateway Pundit, <laughs> thegatewaypundit.com. Appreciate your presence, my friend. Take care. Thanks, Jamie. All right, Common Sense Radio. And good morning, everyone, and happy Tuesday to all of you. It's Common Sense Radio, Allman in the Morning. Jamie Allman here with you. And this is the news coming out of the corporate world. And uh, Dick's Sporting Goods is now set to close stores. And it's directly tied, even by the CEO's own admission, to the Dick Sporting Goods voracious appetite for the anti-gun stance. You guys know after the Parkland shooting, the CEO of Dick's Sporting Goods uh, basically said that there was a 3.9% uh, decline in the company's sales during this third quarter. And basically what they did in the wake of the Parkland shooting is they banned the sale of assault-style rifles and also decided quite, I mean, although they're a private company, so they can do whatever they want to, they decided they weren't going to sell guns to anyone under 21. So they decided that was going to be their policy. And this was the week of that Parkland shooting a while back. I mean, it's four years ago. And that wasn't enough, though, for them. Uh, so they put in the firearm restrictions, and then Dick Sporting Goods uh, decided to hire anti-gun lobbyists in Washington, D.C. So, and, and that was just last May. So uh, they, they hired a number of Washington, D.C. lobbyists to advocate for stringent gun control regulations. So taken together between the restrictions in terms of the sale of firearms, these assault-style firearms, and, and, and the lobbying effort, uh, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, which is a pretty big uh, organization, you kind of want to get in that uh, if you're a Cabela's or a Dick's or whatever because, you know, they're, they're promoting you. Well, they expelled Dix, and then also that led to a number of gun manufacturers severing ties with Dix Sporting Goods. So that altogether dropped their bottom line significantly, 
And now, of course, uh, aside from having to lay employees off, they're set to close stores. And and again, you know, the 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 the, the, the gun stuff is is not even their primary fuel. And, and so you have these companies that have have decided to ruin themselves over something that really isn't part of their identity anyway. Although people did go to Dick's for firearms. They sure as hell did. Uh, you know, there, there, there was a lot of competitive pricing going on between Dick's and Cabela's and, I mean, you, you name it, and Bass Pro. And so, you know, it's a, it's a fairly competitive market there. Uh, but they decided for some reason that that was going to attract business uh, and of course, it went the the exact opposite direction. The exact opposite thing happened. It didn't attract business at all. Uh, it drove it away. And, and and Dick's, you know, a lot of times it's kind of interesting because when you look, it, it's kind of like when you go to a Quick Mart, and and the, and one of the ways in which a Quick Mart, like a you know. One stop, or I, I have like a seven. I'll just say Seven Eleven. If, if there are any left out there, my goodness, how'd Seven Eleven lose that that market? Anyway, so let's say a Seven Eleven or a break time or something. Yeah, you know, they they make a lot of money off of their drinks. Like they, they you go in there and you can buy whatever it is you want to buy, but they make bank on their drinks. So they they sell a you know, gallon uh, cup of Coca-Cola for $69.79. It's basically three cents uh, in terms of of the store's outlay. And so that's how they make most of their their money off of of soft drinks. And and that that kind of fuels their thing. Similarly, Dick's had the, the gun end of it, and that was supplying a great deal of kind of their fringe uh money could because you 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 up price these firearms and all kinds of self defense items and things like that they, they, the the profit margins on these things are gigantic uh better than let's say a Rawlings glove and so that kind of ends up being kind of a fuel uh for a store like Dicks and and then they lose that and then suddenly you see the significant drop in your profits, and then suddenly you're virtually having to close stores, which is what they're doing. All that because Dick's thought it was going to be an appropriate thing, appropriate approach as a corporation to come somehow curry favor with people who don't go there anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, even left-wingers play softball. I get it. And even left-wingers have kids who play softball or baseball. I understand all that. Uh, but but the reality is you're you're not you're, you're if somebody if you do this with your guns and you're a gun shopper uh, you're 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 not going to go to Dick's anymore because they hate you they think you're dangerous so why would you go to Dick's at all I mean I would automatically go to Cabela's if I if that that was where I shop I get my guns from Mid America Arms on Gravoy MidAmericaArms.com but but. People, those people, people who are in the gun market, I'm surprised there's, Dix has sold one gun but in the aftermath of all that. So that's what happens. You know, that's, that's the, you know, 
go woke, go broke story. That's just the reality of it all. Bud Light is probably next. We'll follow up on that, too. And your phone calls, 314-566-6104. It's Common Sense Radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.